I'll pass on that And you say your love's real, I laugh at that Cause when he's gone, you say the same about the next guy How better man, you cash on that You break up with Hello? Hold on right quick, let me turn this down. Yo, what's good? Bruh, I swear dudes these days lack consistency. Yeah, I hear you. But sometimes y'all be so caught up on being pursued, y'all fail to reciprocate the same energy. Okay, but I'm tired of running into dudes who can't plan a day for nothing. Always, I don't know, it's up to you. <laughs> okay, but look, even when we do plan a date, y'all don't show up on time. But y'all be acting like y'all can't wait a minute till we get there. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Look, we can go back and forth on this all day, but I think we both can agree. Day name easy. <laughs>Welcome to the Dayton Ain't Easy Podcast. I'm your host, Bruce O, here with Season 2. And yes, 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 it has been a long time coming. Season 1 wrapped up a minute ago, but Season 2 is finally here. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce this topic. Platonic friendships and their effects on dating. Now, I got a few guests here with me, and I just want y'all to go ahead and introduce yourselves Give your name, your age, your sign, and your dating status. And if you have absolutely anything to promote at this time, please do that as well. Cassidy Spearman, a comfortable 32, a Leo. Dating status, I'm in a relationship with a lovely, beautiful individual named Mackenzie. Shout out to my brother who's in town with his, uh, his girl Asia, so... Cool, cool, cool. Thank you. Um, I'm Sin. Um, I am 28. Hate to say it. <laughs> I'm a Taurus, and um, I am single. Mm-hmm. And I am the founder and CEO of <laughs> Cure Nail House. My name is Diamond. I'm 28. I am a May Taurus, totally different from an April Taurus. Haters gonna hate. Um, I am in a relationship. Cass, want to be a little extra with a handsome, yellow, <laughs> curly hair brother named Brandon. Um, and I have nothing to promote, but my girl Sin, the creator, the founder, the one and only yeah. CEO yeah. of Cure Nail House, coming to a city near you. That's my girl. Downtown Detroit. Now, first off, I appreciate y'all for coming, man, and just being a part of this show. It's always good to have friends that you can just hit up and ask to join the podcast, and y'all just come on and hop on, so I appreciate y'all. So, before we hop into this topic, I want to give y'all the definition of platonic, only because I think a lot of times people have their own definitions, and we just kind of go with it, but I want to make sure we all are on the same page, and we all are talking about the same thing. So, really quick, when you Google platonic, it comes up as of love or friendship, intimate and affectionate but not sexual and then that's from google but if you look at webster it adds also that uh is absence of romance or sex so platonic friendships are basically just people that you you know you love adore um that you can be affectionate towards you can be uh you know intimate not intimate well intimate with because i think a lot of times we think of intimate as sex but it's not just sex there's so many other realms of intimacy but yeah, that's what platonic is. So platonic friendships, I think at this table, I've been knowing y'all for almost 10 years. We met at Oakland University in 2012, and we've been cool ever since. 11. 
Yeah. Was I it eleven? It was our freshman year. It was our freshman year. Okay, well, two thousand. So, so it's, so it's been so it's been ten years. Excuse yeah. me, my bad. Anniversary. So yeah, so we so we we've been knowing each other for a minute, and I think I'm pretty sure of this that our relationship has always been platonic. So with that being said, do y'all believe that like platonic friendships, if you're trying to date other people, can be uh, a hinder in in meeting someone? Like first off, let me ask y'all this: when y'all when you find out that you like somebody, and they mention opposite sex friends as platonic friends, what is it about people that make them like, I guess, worried about that? Is it the insecurities? Is it their lack of trust for that person? Like, what is it that normally causes issues when you tell somebody? Like, I, I for me, for instance, I have plenty of, I can say plenty, I have a decent amount of female platonic friends. And I think sometimes it could cause issues because people automatically get worried. Like, okay, you got a bunch of female friends. You know, what's that, you know, what type of friends are they? Do they like you? Do they want you? And I'm like, nah, they are legit platonic friends. But what do you think causes issue for people when they, when you tell them that and they instantly get a little worried? What is it? Is it insecurities? Is it the lack of trust? What what is it? I think it's not knowing who that person is okay. and just that person just kind of being like a figure in that in your head. Yeah. And but actually just trying <clears throat> to figure out like, you know, the depth of the relationship and are you being completely forthcoming about how you guys became friends in the first place. So so it's really the unknown. So if you yeah. meet that person, you kinda get to know that person to see your significant other and then them hanging out together. You normally get pretty comfortable, right? Yes. Like, okay, I can trust this person that they are legit a platonic friend and not somebody who's secretly liking my boyfriend or girlfriend, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if that is the case, then um, first off, do y'all two since Diamond and since not Diamond and since Diamond and Cass since y'all both have significant others, do they have opposite sex platonic friends? Yes. Can you elaborate on that, Diamond? <laughs> I'm like yes. Um... First off, how did you did you how did you find out that he had platonic uh, female friends? Honestly, I think it's only like one that okay. I know of. So, um, and she's into the opposite sex. Okay. So that's not a worry. I feel like for most people, the initial meeting of the opposite is solely off of looks. I feel like anybody that met us. Are like oh, you know, those are cute girls or oh that's a cute guy. Absolutely. So that might be like the first kind of impression. Like I wonder if they did anything or if they dated. But other than that, once they get to know you and we all hang out, mm-hmm. they see that it's just genuine friendship. Because I actually had somebody I was dating and I brought around y'all, and then after we parted ways, they they mentioned how beautiful you you two ladies were. So it's like that's an instant thing, anyways. Thanks, girl. <laughs> that's an instant thing anyways but i don't think it was ever concerned because they could see how we interacted i think it was for your birthday diamond yeah mm-hmm. and um they saw how we interacted and they was just like okay you, you could tell those are just his friends yeah but there are times though where the person where insecurities do come into play um and that's obviously a red flag but how do you handle somebody like that do you if you like them do you try to make them secure in the fact that y'all are just friends or do you just say you insecure i'm moving on no, you make them feel comfortable. Yeah, leave them in a room together. Let them talk. Put them mm-hmm. seriously. Okay. Like I'm gonna let y'all be with Brandon. Like you know, talk, get to know them. I'm not about to just try to keep y'all away because then that's suspicious. When you Absolutely. don't ever want to bring your friends around. No, mm-hmm. I agree with that. With yeah. me and Mackenzie, so she 
she went to uh, Mercy High School. So by her going to an all girls school and then the brother's school is UD Jesuit. Mm-hmm. A lot of the friends that she has are guy friends because mm-hmm. of her going to Mercy and right. hanging around a lot of guys and hanging around a lot of girls. And she has like at least four to five legit platonic friends that, you know, she'll go over their crib, smoke, whatever. Oh, dope. And just chill. And that, and that was from jump that you had a trust that that was exactly what they she, no it's just, it's definitely a stress test of trust like okay. it's you got to obviously warm up to it because mm-hmm. I like one of her friends is is uh, like one of her boyfriends that she dated in high school but they've been cool since right. then gotcha and now it's almost like a brother relationship and then she's cool with another guy named Miles who people would always say when they were up at state that they looked like they they were together that people thought they were dating because mm-hmm. they were always together, but it was legit platonic. Mm-hmm. Like the first time I heard about Miles, her friend Miles was that he drove or he flew out to California when she was moving back here in 2017. He flew out there and then drove back with her and her car and pretty much almost drove the whole way back. Mm-hmm. From Cali back to Detroit, and she drove a little bit, obviously. So I'm like, okay, a guy flew yeah. out for you, yeah. <laughs> and then he drove all the way back, and uh-huh. that's just your friend. Yeah. Um, so when you question that, how did she? What did she do to make it very evident that that was just a friend? Did she do anything, or did you just have to go with it and, and trust it? I don't think I even really like brought it up because it's like at that point, I it was more like. This individual is telling me all of this information, giving like just for free. Like she didn't had hadn't yeah tell she couldn't get that to right? herself. Yeah, true. So she's telling me all of this, and so it's more like me to be, be confident. Like you know, continue to build trust. Trust this individual based on what you've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Tells me that okay, you know that person's not on you know some bullshit. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And I think that's really big, that if somebody gives you information without you asking, now don't get me wrong, I guess that could be a two-way street. Somebody mm-hmm. could tell you that to divert you and make you think otherwise when really it is something deeper than that. But I also believe that if you know that person and if you trust that person, then it's a lot easier to believe that what they're saying is true. A uh, perfect example is in, in college, I had a girlfriend who told me the same thing, that some dude that she was cool with, but the odd part about it was every time I was around her and him, he would disappear. Mm-hmm. Like he would go somewhere else. I'm just like, why he can't be around us if if he's just a friend? You know what I'm saying? And so I think like body language and how people act around you is always a clear sign on if the relationship is platonic. Now, it is very possible that it could be platonic from your side. Exactly. But mm-hmm. it could be somebody else. I mean, from their side, they could be secretly crushing, mm-hmm. secretly liking you, secretly, secretly wanting you. So, um... I think the biggest thing is if you trust your partner, you will trust that no matter what the other person feels, that they're going to handle the, the situation correctly. So that's always important. And saying you had anything to add or no? I mean, no, I think you really pretty much covered it. I just think it's for people in relationships when you're trying to make your partner comfortable, I think it's really important to be forthcoming. Very, yeah. And so I remember in my past relationship, one of the first things that I did when I knew that this was someone that I was going to be with was tell them about my friends, mm-hmm. all of my friends. And I brought them to one of our brunches. Remember, if y'all don't remember, I, yeah, y'all yeah. remember. Um, and 
I Cass ended up knowing one of well, knowing oh, yeah, them, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so it ended up just kind of you know being something that made them more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that's not always the case, but I feel like in situations like that, you know, that's really kind of when you just kind of throw them and throw them out there. To mm-hmm. Diamond's point earlier, just kind of like bringing them around, mm-hmm. um, you know, leaving them alone, and so I yeah, I just letting them connect that. with the people that you mm-hmm. you love and, mm-hmm. and adore. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, if that's the case for friends that you've already had, like y'all being cool, here we and go. I'm not about to cut them off because they knew it was here before yeah. you, so you got to get comfortable with them because you you knew to the party, right? But what if the platonic friend is somebody new? Is that first off, is it even appropriate to make new platonic friends and while you're in a relationship, opposite sex platonic friends while you're in a relationship? I don't know how, like, I'm trying to think how it happens. So like, work could be one like, way. Because th- I feel like there could be a way, mm-hmm. right? It's a possibility. But how often it happens? Right. That's rare. That's where we get into the conversation. Because it could be platonic associates. But when you start calling them a friend and you start hanging out with them one-on-one, then it becomes a, a, bit, a bit deeper than just, oh, yeah, this is somebody I met. This is somebody I'm cool with. Right. We got mutual interests. Or we do, you know, we both enjoy A, B together, but it's just a homie. It's somebody cool. Nah. The only way I can see it working is is if you're in a, you're working for a company and then they hire somebody who's experienced, who's going to be working directly with you. Or in some former or French or some former capacity, and y'all end up having to like work out or work together a lot mm-hmm. and actually form that relationship, and it's because of work. But so 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 if that is the case, and y'all met and y'all y'all go ahead and start vibing, at what point do you already like, I guess, draw this line of what not to cross? Because I'm in a relationship. Is it from? Yeah, jump- it all depends. I think on the activities that. Y'all are doing as platonic friends. So if it's, I don't know, y'all decide to go to a coffee shop or something, or y'all decide to jog together, or y'all decide to, I don't know, something that could be like, like adulting, like Mm, nothing like, oh yeah, let's let's go to a bar together. I I don't know, because then even bars too, like, because you you probably don't go to a bar as often if you wit. After work. Yeah. After work. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. After work. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, if it's, first of all, if it's really platonic, you're not really displaying some type of interest outside of friendship to begin with. Mm -hmm. You're being open. Like I'm talking to a friend and making a new friend. I'm Mm -hmm. talking about my life. I'm talking about my relationship. So especially if you're in relationship, specifically if you're in a relationship, you're going to talk about that. Like, oh, my boyfriend. It doesn't work. What do you mean? Wait, go ahead, because you must have an experience to share. No, No, I don't have an experience. Um, I just, I'm not even trying to sound shallow, but when you're attractive, the first, facts. you know what I'm saying? That's the first initial, like, thing. Yeah, it's like, oh, this person's attractive. Right. So, even if I do sit with you and say, like, oh, I got a boyfriend, this is that, which I'm always going to say, niggas going to hear, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, let me just see. Let me play this friend role. So mm-hmm. honestly, in my opinion, I don't think I could meet a new guy friend. So, so it may be harder for women to do than for men to do. No, because the same happened with you. 
No, 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 no. You no. have women who want to be more than friends when you try to make it clear to them, like. That may be the case, but if I start from jump and it, we just happen to say that, you know, this is a friendship, you're a coworker, and we decide we want to link up after work to go to a bar or wherever the case may you be. You kind of already set those Exactly. Boundaries. That's what jump. I'm saying. Now, now. If you start seeing signs that they flirting yeah, with you yeah. and they doing extra stuff, and that's your Being job to knit, yeah, to knit, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I, th- I really believe, first off, I think is that you gotta have communication with your partner. You should not be meeting this person and befriending this person yeah. and have never mentioned them to the person you're with. True. Um, I think if you communicate with the person you with, that should give them enough security to be like, okay, he handling it, she handling it the right way. So mm-hmm. if something pop off, I know they are gonna come back and tell mm-hmm. you, and I know that they are gonna nip it in the bud if it if it goes too far mm-hmm. now if you don't have that level of communication then you come running to your partner once it in lost control oh yeah and now they don't trust you because it they didn't even know about you, this person yeah. from from True. jump mm-hmm. so i think the first thing and i preach about communication on every episode because i really believe that if you talk to your partner and have that dialogue with your partner and let them know what it is then I, it shouldn't be an issue Thanks. Mm-hmm. um if insecurities and other stuff like if they already don't trust you first off y'all probably shouldn't be together yeah. but <laughs> But if y'all going through a rough patch, that's probably not the right time to be picking mm-hmm. up new opposite sex friends. But what if you're not in a relationship, but you're making uh, a platonic And if friendship? you're just dating, I think that's fine. Like, why why can't you make new platonic friends as you're dating? Now, don't get me wrong. That's a little harder to do because now you... Single uh, exactly. and saying, oh, we just need to be friends. You're right, know, single. right. And somebody said to me the other day that men don't normally pick women friends that aren't attractive Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so i kind of find that to be true but i also feel like we know we can we can make a decision to be like okay she is attractive but i know i'm never gonna cross that line because i'm not interested in her like that Mm -hmm. i'm plus i'm you know i don't know it could be that start off as platonic friends and then move on but i guess it's not really platonic if you are interested in something more so yeah that's a little sticky situation but if you're single i guess it really don't matter because who got rights to you to be like yo you can't if Make I no think friends. someone's attractive, I'm not being your friend. Like, and it's not even that I don't trust myself, but you're not gonna be their platonic friend. But every relationship should start off as friends, right? I agree with that. I had to learn no, that the hard way, but yeah, absolutely. But it's starting off why? Because how do we start talking? The initial attraction. No, no, exactly. of course. And that's what I'm saying. That's that removes the platonic part from it. it. Just at that point, y'all just trying to be friends that could possibly be more. Yeah. So that's a whole different story. But, but if I'm not attracted to you, it's cool. It's like an attraction, cool? though, of multiple things too, not just like how that person looks. It's like similarities. Mm-hmm. It's like who they know, what they do, how they carry themselves, yeah. what they say. So it's it's much more than that, but agreed like most of the time i feel like guys definitely are gonna look to maybe have a connection or look to have similarities with someone that they are attracted feel like that they are attracted to or or you know most and it's crazy because it's a lot of times when people say like you're attracted to people that like maybe like your mother or your father or how they Mm-hmm. they carry themselves mm-hmm. right and then you end up looking at your mate and it's like damn like they kind of look like how my mom may look mm-hmm. or how my dad may look so it's like it's crazy how that works out but it's it's almost like it's almost like biology mm-hmm. no it's like one main thing with brandon is his humor and like he does so much where i'm like dog your What's humor reminds me of my dad he's an aries okay. my dad's a gemini but that's Hey, shut up. <laughs> but that is like a plus for me because it's like if I grew up with somebody that's silly and I'm like, right. damn, like I 
that's like a plus. So that is kind of weird though. Cause I I'm mean, telling they say you, like, that remind girls me of my marry dad, their dads yeah. and boys marry their moms. I think that's, that's, a, that's cool, a definitely. Thing. I think, yeah, I don't fully believe yeah, that. Yeah, I think, I think, I think there are characteristics but... for sure that we probably find in people that yeah. are similar to our parents. But I don't, I'm no offense to my mom. I love my mom. She's a great <laughs> woman. And this has nothing to do with who she is. It's just that I don't want to marry somebody identical like, to my mother. Yeah, because yeah. that's kind now, of... Now, she has definitely has some characteristics that I would want to find in a woman, but uh, that's not ideal for me to find somebody identical to my mom. Well, I didn't say identical, but, but we'll uh, see yeah, what got, happens when you get married. Similarities. That's true. That's true. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, I, I really believe that finding new platonic friends, first off, if, you, if you're single and dating... Uh, I think that's difficult because like you said, most people aren't going, most people who are the opposite sex are going to either, if they find you attractive, it's going to be hard to just be friends and you're single. Um, and then I think in relationships, I think it's always best to communicate with your partner and always set the boundaries with that person, that new person early on. If you're going to try to have new platonic friends, I, I believe it is difficult, but I do think it's possible. Do y'all agree or disagree? I think it's possible. Mm, yeah. If the guy is gay. <laughs> that's fair that's yeah. fair you Cass As, yeah I, I think it's possible depending on the situation but nine times out of ten probably yeah it's probably yeah. gonna go south out. I would agree it's gonna go south more times than none but I do think it's possible it's just rare um but kind of it's go gotta on. be very organic yeah it has to be it has to be and they Maybe should know if we met the person together mm. that might be something different like damn this person cool as or hell. if you met a couple a couple. There you go. True. Yeah, they, you can definitely have a platonic. I mean, you could, but they can also be on some crazy stuff. Well, too. so this that makes me think, though, because you have these people who come and say they come home or they meet other people and say, oh, this is my work husband. This is my work wife. Mm. Mm. But see, that's got to be something established in a relationship early on. Like, if that's a. I if, don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. People really do that. I'm no not, thanks. I'm, no. I, I can't relate to that. Yeah. I, no, I've had that at work, but really? this was years ago. But, like, oh, my work boyfriend, my work. But are those platonic? No, they just bring me snacks. No, no, so, <laughs> but no, no. no so the, but my point is, are they platonic? Like, are, how I think when I hear those, these are people that work together often, who take care of each other from a business perspective. Like they, they you look out. Think. for And each you other. come to that Christmas party. He's I'm about looking to at say, you like, yeah, you right? Think, I've been looking to see you outside in exactly. work clothes. The, the stories I've heard about work husbands and work wives tell me that okay. they are not platonic. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, niggas bringing you snacks. Yeah, that's, that's a gesture. No, that's that to me is okay. If he if he bringing you snacks all the time and he's yes. just doing it without you asking, or he wasn't making no run to the store, at, and all of a sudden you asked and he Niggas jumped being and ran extra to do it. about these snacks. Yeah, no, that's no. If they're going to the vending machine, grab me some Doritos. That's different like, though. If he going already, but if he's like, oh, what do you need? And he just taking off and running to go get you snacks. That he may be wanting a little bit more than just. Well, that's see, him on my it, end. It's okay. platonic. It's not platonic. No, she she's right though. It has to be from both. It ways. does have to be both ways because otherwise you got to cut it off. Yeah, that's that's true. what it I'm saying. We don't have each other's numbers. We would never hang out outside of work because you literally it does not matter if he wants you so nobody can first, buy me snacks he could, buy, he could <laughs> buy you snacks if he really realizes that you just a homie and he just buy you snacks because you genuinely a friend now if he doing it on some making if a gesture nice, maybe one day yeah exactly if i'm nice enough we're gonna get to and that in a second but if it's all if it's something behind what he doing if he doing it for a uh a, a purpose or, or or some type of um uh you know, way to slide in at some point. If you uh, ever get single, then that's not burritos. platonic. 
<laughs> yeah, not for Doritos, for you. For you. Like, I know. Hell, that's more than a bag of chips for oh, him. Oh, anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think we can all agree that it's very hard to have platonic, new platonic friends if you're in a relationship. Um, work husband, work wife or not, it's still going to be hard. Uh, so, let's just jump in real quick about what are some of the positives and negatives of uh, having platonic friends. Because, like, I got y'all. So, Facts. I think... First off, I think it's very important. I think every man and every woman should have at least one platonic friend. The reason why I say that is because it's always good to get a opposite sex True, perspective on things. Yeah. yeah. So if you liking everybody you come across, then that's that might be an issue. But I really believe that it's always good to to get like for me, I love understanding like a female's point of view, a woman's sorry, a woman's point of view on certain stuff. Um and I could hit my, my, my female friends up and do that. But uh, if they liking me, they may have skewed exactly. uh, perspectives and give yeah. you advice that you don't necessarily need. But I think that's one of the biggest pros of having opposite sex friends, platonic friends, is that you really can learn some stuff from them. And I think that's one of the issues in dating and stuff now is we all clicked up with our own sex. So even on social media and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you always see these battle of the sexist stuff. Always. And we don't ever understand the other side because we don't have anybody to even discuss that other side with. We just only know it from the male's perspective or only from the female's perspective. So I think it's important to have platonic friends for that reason. Are there any other reasons that could be useful to have a platonic opposite sex friend? All I need in this life is sin. It's me and my boyfriend. I think that's the biggest pro, honestly. It's just that they you got a different perspective. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure there are others. It may be a little harder to come up with yeah. those, but I think that is the biggest. But that's the most important. Pro I mean, to me. you know what? I'm gonna stop because I feel like what I get with y'all specifically, mm-hmm. you two, Cass and Bruce, mm-hmm. is family. Mm. You know, and it's. Not we don't not always agreeing, and I guess you know that is part of the perspective. But I'm not like we said in the beginning. We've known each other for ten years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. We've all been through things. Um, we've all grown together. We've all been there for each other through milestones within our life. And I don't see my life without you guys as we continue to grow. Even though we all thought that might end once we all graduated. Don't have me crying. No, no. <laughs> that's no, a good but seriously, point. Seriously, so family, I think, is really yeah. what comes in that. I a hundred percent agree. And you know, I gotta be, you know, the the devil's advocate. Yes, Not really, because I don't well, really mess with the devil. But, but can't you do that with female friends? Yeah, but so no, it's <laughs> different. No, it's good to have a guy but is that a real like plus to having a platonic male friend just like i have my girls i have my sisters having y'all are like having my brothers now if you want to take that i agree with that and it also can say that like yeah this is somebody other than your boyfriend or whoever your significant other is to be a protector to look out for you yeah absolutely so i agree with that yes i I agree and that works out go ahead no i was gonna say i i think um if you boil it down right, it's just another individual in your network that can support you. Mm-hmm. True. Guys, gals, female, men, women, we all kind of think a different way, do different things. So this person can have a whole different perspective, can be involved in something completely different mm-hmm. that you can gain knowledge from, yeah. that you can piggyback off of. Very um, important. And I think the other thing for a male that has... Uh, female platonic friends, I think that is um, 
women, and especially black women, I don't, I don't really don't know about other women because I don't really only mess with black women, but black women Damn. are very supportive. Like, you got a graduation, you do something small in your life, they mm-hmm. ready to celebrate with you, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So as a man, your boys might flake. They may show up, but they may show up empty-handed. Women <laughs> will show up with gifts. They will show up, you know, ready to party with you. They'll buy bottles, all that. So I don't know about every other dude, but I know that most of my... Female friends have, when I have events, birthdays, any of that, they always show up and they show up with gifts. They show up and they show out. Um, That's just something I've learned from women. I mean, I grew up with three sisters. So my first true friends were women. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like I grew up in a mostly woman household. I had my father there, but he was present but absent. So I know early on that, you know, women are supportive. They're going to have your back. They're going to treat you good. They're going to take care of you. And it doesn't have to be any other motive there except for the fact that they love you as a friend exactly. so i think that's also a good thing as well now let's talk about the cons because i know there can be some cons um but i think they're only really cons if there are insecurities or trust issues in your relationship mm-hmm. um that's really the only con i could see from having a platonic friend because they're genuinely platonic it really should not be an issue y'all can agree with that or not no i completely yeah. agree okay yeah. Cool. Like, I've never had any problems in my past relationships when it came to you guys. Yeah, never. Ever. Cool. Yeah, and I think that's just the, the case in most cases. If you are, y'all truly just friends, y'all don't. There's no lines that's being crossed. Your person you with, trusted, they didn't see y'all interact. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, I done ran into Brandon out by myself, and I'd be like, what oh, up? Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And I got other female friends that are married, and I run into their husbands, and I just yeah. be like, what up? Because they the homies yeah. now. Like, we, we know each other. So, not, not only does it, you know... Uh, strengthen your uh, relationship with them but it also allows you to meet other people through whoever they significant mm-hmm. others are as well so yeah i'm sorry my main thing is definitely what cindy said like five minutes ago because i'm like jumping ahead in the future like once we all have kids mm. like just think yeah. about me like 40 and 50 and like still yeah. coming over like y'all might you know hang out with my husband and i'm ch- like that's dope to absolutely me. yeah yeah yeah, really yeah. they're making me think of uh because kenzie all she do is watch those housewives of, like, <laughs> yeah 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 like, yeah the, 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 the men that, normally uh, get cool the yeah, men get yeah. cool yeah. and then they end yeah. up having their own show exactly yeah. and i'll be seeing mm-hmm. a man and it's like that's probably what i would be doing mm-hmm. if, if my uh my significant other was on this show so yeah yeah it's so, so funny wait i don't mean to cut ahead. you off no. but it's so funny, like literally Brandon and Kenzie like hit it off when they met. Like mm-hmm. me and Cass would be cracking up about something that like Kenzie wouldn't think was funny. And then next thing you know, Brandon and Kenzie cracking up about something. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I think I love that because they can always talk like nonstop. Yeah, so it, I, I love It's that. genuinely a good feeling when your people get along with your people. Yeah. It, it's like, yeah. okay, not everybody vibing. I can bring them around whenever mm-hmm. and it's never going to be awkward. And then we- it's like with Brandon too, like he, when he came to New York, him and my brother got like yeah, that. Yeah. So even then, it's like, damn, he he essentially like my brother, and then you got uh, Tevin. So mm-hmm. yeah, your network grows. Yeah. I mean, it's it's impossible for it not to of everybody cool people, and if right. they don't mesh well with your significant other, they might need to not significant other with your friends. You might need to. Oh, Trust me, I have that ex that I didn't want to bring around. Yeah, None of y'all like it, you. It you get awkward. You man. cannot. You don't want nobody who you can't just leave alone with your friends and they just, you know, jump in and have a good time. So, yeah, I think that's always important. Now, I did want to mention uh, one thing that Steve Harvey said, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and play the recording and y'all can kind of give y'all input on it after it's done playing. 
But uh, I would love to hear how y'all feel about what he says. And I think it's some truth to it, but I don't think it's 100% true. So I'll, I'll let it play first, though. So where did this come from? I mean, it's a blessing, true enough. But really, it was just me sitting down being honest. I all of my friends are men. I don't have female friends. I don't. I'm, I'm incapable of that. Why? What do you mean? Well, because, you know, come on. Because you have a wife. Well, I have a wife, and I don't I don't really have female friends because, look, okay, let's get rid of this. <laughs> I want right to know here. why. Okay, I'm going to tell you this. Let's get rid of this right here. There, you, you're an attractive woman. There are some guys somewhere saying, yeah, I'm, we're friends. No, that's not true. He's your friend only because you have made it absolutely clear that nothing else is happening except this friendship we have. We remain your friends in hopes that one day there'll be a crack in the door, a chink in the armor, and trust and believe that guy that you think is just your buddy, he will slide in that crack the moment he gets the opportunity. Because we're guys. And you think this way? 99.9% uh, .9 of us think that way. And you tell this to a woman and it just blows her back. No, I have male friends. You have male friends because they know it can be nothing else right now. I tell you what, all your male friends, just ask them in a friendly way. If if I wanted to date you, would you be okay with that? And watch, watch the fireworks. <laughs> watch. I'm telling you. So without any, I'm not even gonna go into it. I want y'all to give me y'all <laughs> feedback on what he just said. He made it seem like guys just circling females like prey, just exactly. like waiting, just yeah. Like, bruh, if we, if we already got something, why why would I want to break up something I'm establishing? But say you're single, though. Say you're single. Does that make a different difference? I mean, do you do you are you waiting to see if your female friends are, are available at some point? It is single? If they're... Why don't you answer that question, Bruce? So, first, so I'm going to say it like this. First off, I think it's weird as hell to be sitting around waiting for somebody... Who said that you're just a friend? If they, if somebody puts me in a friend zone, I'm not gonna be their friend at all. Like, what's the point? If I still want you, what would be the point of me hanging around, hoping and wishing that one day you single and you want me? That's that, to me, that's just weird. I'm not doing that. Um, I truly believe that there are some men that do that. That's mm -hmm. that do wait around mm -hmm. and and hopes that they can get in with a female friend. But I just think that it, that's a waste of time because she, if she's already made it clear. Even while she was single, that she didn't want you, she not about to get a boyfriend, then break up with him, and then all of a sudden fall in love with you or start liking you. So I truly believe that. First off, that's not platonic, obviously, because they have you know lust and wants for you. But I also just believe that it's weird to be hoping and wishing that somebody gonna all of a sudden choose you and they ain't chose you. So, I think first opinion from what he said was you're thirst of all you say it again he's the first thought that i had in my mind as he was speaking was you're a thirst ball mm -hmm. but i do think there's some truth to what he's saying it's definitely some truth but then in addition to that i also kind of feel like i don't think what he was saying is what you're saying okay in, in terms of no, no 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 i'm not it's not i think it's just your perspective of mm -hmm. how you took it so no correction, but I feel like what he's saying is, you know, if I'm a man and I'm around a beautiful woman and 
there's and and she's attractive, there's going to be some type of interest, even if I'm not trying to act on it or if she's not trying to act on it the fact that there's some type of interest to begin with is why I don't have female friends like to speaking to the fact that if I feel like in the simplest form if you can say that I'm attractive that means that I'm attractive to you and if I'm attractive to you there is some underlying borderline basic interest even if you would not act on it Hmm. that I think this is what he was more so saying. He and did that's mention, why he does not. But he did mention acting on it. So that's why I'm saying that it can't just be that you just find somebody attractive. Because if you just find them attractive and never cross that line yeah. because you don't want them, that's one thing. No, because we talked about that. Like, I can think that someone's attractive, but I'm not attracted to you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're good looking, but I don't feel a connection with right. you. Like, I'm not drawn to you. Right. So I think... And then he also mentioned the crack. He said the moment they that crack is you 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 slip your way into that crack, you're gonna do it. That's why I said thirst ball. I yeah. heard some people say that they ended up having sex with the friend, and then they realized like, yeah, we need to stay friends. Mm-hmm. And then like it was a one time thing for them, and that was it. Mm-hmm. So those definitely aren't platonic because if you, even if you see that person in a sexual manner that you would even cross that line to begin with, then that w- it was never platonic. Um, but here's a perfect example: both of you ladies are attractive. I see y'all as Thank little you. sisters, though. Like, yeah. It, it, it'll never cross that line. If you your relationship ends and you single right now, I'm not going to cross that line because I just don't see y'all that way. Exactly. <laughs> so that 99.9% bothered me because, first off, I hate, I genuinely hate when men or women speak for all mm-hmm. men and women. You can't do that. You yeah. 99.9%, that's a, that's a large that's a, Yeah. yeah. Don't speak for me. Basically saying men have no control. No That's control. exactly really what he said. Real, real rapey vibes. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So exactly. it's like, Steve, what are you trying to say? Right. Like, and he said it about himself. So it made me question some he's of the stuff. He's thinking about himself. Like Either way, that's himself. that's still yeah. weird. Like, what, you're in. The, first off, you're a professional. You're in entertainment. You're trying to tell me you don't have any female friends. Your wife should. Yeah, trust like you have you, no right? self control. <laughs> yeah, that was that whatsoever. Was, yeah, I, I, I call cap on that. Yeah, I I, t- I do too because I I genuinely believe that if you meet somebody and you can see them as attractive, but you also realize there's absolutely nothing about them that you want, um, I can see you could still be platonic friends with them and not cross that line. But what if you meet someone and you find them attractive and you find them interesting, but you're married and although you are married and you respect your relationship that's i mean technically that's not platonic i guess because of the simple interest in that person that's why they need to be either gay or unattractive (laughs) like those are the only two but when you say interest in a person what do you mean things that you just you define in terms of what you know draws you to a person outside of looks you know common just common interests or having, you know, the same type of ideologies, things like that. Like being able to have just a really great conversation with somebody and you're like, damn, you cool as fuck, you know? So if you do that, though, at what point do you say this is more than just a, a platonic friendship? This is somebody I'm interested in further than just hanging out and being cool with. Like, I, I really think that's a, a slippery slope. I agree. If I'm already attracted to you. I find that you got stuff that we have in common and now I'm interested in you yeah. and I'm hanging around you when my wife is not around. <laughs> At some point it's going to develop, even if it doesn't cross the line of actually having sex, but there's going to be some type of feelings that involve evolve mm-hmm. at some point. And I just don't think that's a, a smart move. 
But I also believe that if you mess up doing that, um, like like Cass said, you don't have any self control. Yeah. And you you know marriage probably not the best choice for you. You probably shouldn't be married. But I just think that it's BS for him, him to say that all men think this way because uh, yeah. I definitely think the generalization was just like terrible. Yeah, exactly. That was I d- totally don't agree with that. But I do think that I mean again to Diamond's earlier point, you know, men be waiting. Some men do be waiting for their opportunity, and some men do. Only, I mean, I have a friend that's literally come, what has come out of his mouth has said, like, I only hang around attractive females. He's very intentional about that. But, and that's fine if you hang around attractive females, that but if he, he wants to, yeah, if he's trying, if he got mm, other motives, then that's yeah. different. Then that's not, yeah, he's not trying to just be a friend. He's trying to, at some point, slip in that crack, like you mentioned. Uh, and I do believe that it happens. I do, but I also, like I said before, I think that's weird. Even as a, if I have female friends right now, I hope that I don't. So would you consider him, though, a platonic friend? Me? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I don't. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's because a friend. Because if you gave him the chance, he would take it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And so that's an issue. Damn. That's like I said, same thing with female friends. If I have a female friend that secretly likes me, secretly mm-hmm. wants me, that's a little odd because I thought we were just cool. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, don't be hanging around me and smiling at my girl face or whoever True. I'm with. And then reality is you want me to want that to mm-hmm. fail so you can have your spot. And it's just like, nah. Right. So I think either way it goes, whether it's men or women, secretly liking somebody who has put you, purposely put you in a friend zone, that's just weird energy to me. And I don't even want you around me. That's just True. me, though. So, so. Platonic friendships in general, like I said, we all been cool for, for some time now. And I think it's, um, and I'm just going to recap real quick and y'all can chime in where y'all feel or see fit. But I think that first off, if the platonic part of the friendship is not sexual and non-romantic, um, I think there are a lot of friendships out here that probably shouldn't exist if they're in relationships, but that's not for me to say. But I do believe that if you aren't a sexually attracted or romantically attracted to somebody, then it is a platonic friendship. And um, the biggest thing you could do if you're in a relationship is just communicate with your partner about this relationship that you have, this friendship that you have. Um, Make them feel comfortable. Bring them around the friend. uh, You know, let them vibe. Let them Mm -hmm. chop it up or whatever the case may be. And it makes sure that your partner is secure in that being just friends. There are, I guess, tons of uh, pros. Or not tons. There's some pros and some cons. The the biggest pro, is, I think, is to get that other aspect of uh, opposite side, opposite sex mindset on different topics and stuff. Um, it's always easy to run and talk to your boys, but a lot of times, most of the stuff they're going to say, you're going to already hear no. So hearing it from a woman's point of view or hear, hearing it from a man's point of view, if you're a woman, is, is helpful. I think the network branching out and having a bigger network is always cool too. Like I said, running into y'all people out in public or running into some of my other female friends, out in, uh, husbands out in public, it's cool to have that network because I know that I'm surrounded by good people. Um, and then I think the other thing is that uh, the cons is that it can get it can get sticky. I mean, if people, if the other person, if the friend does have other motives and you're not aware of it, it could be, you know, bad vibes and you could constantly uh, run into issues in your own relationship because, you know, things aren't truthful in the friendship. And um, lastly, what Steve Harvey said, I, we think we all can agree is slightly bs mm-hmm. um he off a bean yeah exactly because <laughs> nobody can speak for everybody and i think that if you like you said as a man if you don't have self-control then maybe it is safe for you not to have female friends but i also think that's weird that you can't have female friends because i mean yeah that's that's just odd behavior so 
Um, but to close out, uh, I think it's okay to have platonic friendships. I think it's safe to have platonic friendships. Getting new ones is difficult to do if you're in a relationship because people, especially if they're attractive, going to want a little bit more from you. Um, but communicate with your partner. If you do meet new people, make sure you bring your current friends around so they can feel comfortable about the people you call friends. And uh, yeah, just move accordingly. And also just remember that your relationship is completely different from anybody else's. So what you decide to do in your relationship is going to be different than your friends. So you can't just be like, well, such and such, you know, they got opposite sex friends. Well, maybe they can be trusted. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> maybe you can't. So make sure that you discuss with your partner what's going on, what they're comfortable with, and have that dialogue with them. And as long as y'all are on the same page, then y'all are good to go. So just to close out, I need y'all to, you know, give the listeners how they can reach y'all, y'all social media tags, your business pages, whatever y'all got, um, and just let the people know how they can get in contact with you. Cassidy, you can get in contact with me on Instagram, underscore C-V-S-S-I-D-Y, underscore. Sin, um, you can follow me on Instagram at of sin, that's O-F-C-Y-N-N, and at Cure Nail House, if you want to stay tapped in on what's coming to the city, at C-U-R-E-N-A-I-L-H-O-U-S-E. And lastly, Diamond, and you can find me at Mala Shell. That's M A L A C H E L L E. And as always, you can follow me. Can't be changed. That's C A M T underscore the letter B underscore changed. And then of course, follow the dating ain't easy Instagram page. That's dating ain't or dating underscore ain't underscore easy. And uh, as always, first off, I appreciate y'all. Y'all are. Very good friends. Like I said, I hit y'all up and told y'all to pull up, and y'all definitely did. So um, I appreciate the great dialogue. I appreciate y'all giving y'all input on platonic friendships. And uh, thank you for joining the podcast. Thank you for having Thanks us. For having yeah. us. <laughs> Episode one. And thank you season for all the two. listeners. Um, I'm excited about season two. I think we got a lot of good stuff in store. And um, Man, y'all better tap in. Yes, please tap do. Okay. Podcast, I'm ready to bro. come back, right? We got some topics. Yeah, we do, for sure, for sure. So I appreciate everybody for listening. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Dating Ain't Easy podcast. As a platform where opinions are a big part of the dialogue, it is my responsibility as the host to remind you of the importance of knowing yourself. Know what it is you need and desire when dating. We are all different. Our relationships and how we handle them are as well. Knowing yourself will allow you to best decide what info may work for you in your relationship and what may not. The last thing I want is for you to carelessly adopt our opinions as your own. With that being said, Please continue to tap in and support the podcast. It is greatly appreciated. And be sure to do the personal work so that you are making the best decisions for yourself. Dating ain't easy, but not knowing yourself can make it dangerously hard.